Welcome, cadets and captains, to a brand new edition of M-Class Podcast. Ow, 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 ow! Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, it's not Christmas anymore. Christmas was two weeks ago. But we're in, we're recording it, it's almost New Year's. Or is it just a week ago, actually? Man, I don't fucking know, it's a week ago. This will come out on Wednesday next week, actually. Alright. Merry Christmas. I don't remember what days the shows come out, because... Everything is the same. To, like yeah. all things are equal in my brain. Merry Chrysler. <laughs> Merry Mazda days. Um, M Class podcast comes out on Wednesdays. Story Lords comes out on Mondays. Got it. I'll remember it. And Continue Show comes out also on Wednesday. I didn't plan that or anything. It just fucking happened. <laughs> There's only so many days. That's true. That's very true. Let's get another day going. What do you guys think? Another yeah. weekend day. Uh, Blurbs Day. <laughs> Blorns Day. How ben about Morn's Day? day? Named after Morn from day. Deep Space Nine. <laughs> yeah. This is a Star Trek podcast, see? I made a reference. You fucking tied it in perfectly. <laughs> uh, Josh is on cold medicine. It's gonna be a lot of filler today, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Josh is on cold medicine, and I just slept the equivalent of 24 hours. So... And I'm not even sick. This dude's horny for sleep. I'm. I could go to sleep right now, buddy. Right now. (laughs) So I have a heated blanket on the couch, and that motherfucker incubates my ass to sleep. That's hibernation time, right there, baby. It's not dangerous. Don't tell me that. I don't like that. No, I meant it's dangerous because it would put (laughs) me to sleep constantly. (laughs) If it burns me to death, whatever, I get to sleep. Then they'll be like, "Did he spontaneously combust?" He was smoking a cigarette, and he he caught on fire. No one knows how. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mystery. Uh, this is the final episode of uh, the man, Sully Martin's uh, collection, the Prime Directive Defective Collection. Which it feels like say, just yesterday we were doing the, the, the TAS episode. Wait, no, what was it? The fuck are you talking about? We did the TOS episode, the one that was oh, the Omega Glory. The Omega Glory feels yeah. like just yesterday. It does feel like just yesterday, and I gotta say, it's a pretty damn good collection. We were skeptical yeah. at first. Yeah, this is a good one. <laughs> this collection has bad episodes, good episodes, and great episodes, and it gave us a lot to talk about because the Prime Directive, uh, it might be the most debated part of Star Trek lore. Yeah, and we're a couple of master debaters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got, you got any more great jokes you want to throw out? Probably not. Well, good night, everybody. <laughs> now, this is the final episode of the Prime Directive Defective Collection brought to you by Sully. Thank you, Sully. Uh, we're talking about Lower Decks, Season 3, Episode 7, A Mathematically Perfect Redemption. This is a good one. This is a good-ass episode. And uh, I want to preface this by saying, uh, I did, it's, somehow I missed the first episode. Oh, with Peanut Hamper? Yeah, that Peanut Hamper appears in. So I'm coming from this, I'm coming at this uh, in sort of a perfect um, blank slate way where the flashback and the way the show treats that and the character from then on is meant for me. To show me yeah. what the fuck the show yeah. is about. I only remember she's in that the original one for like a little bit. I d- yeah, I did learn on IMDb that this flashback, this like previously on, is completely false. It's not what happens in the episode at all. 
Wait, no, it isn't? What do you mean? Um, it's It has the same beats, but all of that is made up. Like, everything oh. they say is made up. Right. I don't... Okay, so I don't remember that either. <laughs> okay. Well, this is perfect. Uh, this episode was written by Ann Kim and directed by Jason Zurich, and uh, neither have an article on Memory Alpha, so don't exist, I guess. Wow, they got erased from history. <laughs> Damn, just like they were going to do to Peanut Hamper. (laughs) I love how there's an exocomp in Starfleet. It's like, oh, fuck yeah, finally, right? It it is great, but then it turns out to be Peanut Hamper. (laughs) That's her mathematically perfect name is Peanut Hamper, right? It's uh, it's perfect mathematically, not, you know, spoken. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's it's I don't know. It's very evocative of disgusting imagery. I true, think. true. Um, <laughs> depending on how well you keep your hampers, I guess. Yeah, you I don't, fucking I, sick freak. I, I don't even own a hamper. <laughs> what do you do with your dirty clothes? Uh, I do have a hamper. I lied. Wow. It's in the wall. Though. Wow. <sighs> it's an old timey one that is in the wall, and you just like pull it out. Oh, it's is you have a chute? It's not a chute, but it's like a chute. It looks like it could be a chute, but it isn't. Oh, it's, it's just, just like it's there. just like a box. It's yeah, it's just a, a drawer, basically. Okay. I didn't know you lived in the fucking Wonka factory. Like uh, we have yeah. normal hampers here. You didn't know that? Oh, Has okay. that not yes, been made I did, apparent? Though. Damn. Has that not have been made apparent to you? Can we rewind <laughs> the episode so I can not make such an obvious joke? <laughs> I got fucking free candy. I got ice yeah. cream. Yeah, for those a, who don't know, he lives above a candy store. <laughs> I got fucking a German child drowning in chocolate at all times. God, you live in so large. There, rich people dream of that. I mean, I don't have those seven fucking fireplaces. But. That's true. Shout out to Rich Masters. I was talking to Rich Masters about this episode and how uh, I find episodes where we have to talk about a comedy thing to be actually to be pretty difficult where the i was thinking about this uh by my lonesome because you guys were probably talking about this without me but wow (laughs) i was thinking how these episodes are probably terrible because we're just like that joke's funny that joke's funny exactly (laughs) and it's like yeah, this is this is a bad show. This yeah, that's the uh, that's what I worry about every time we do yeah. a lower decks episode. I'm like, oh god, like we're just I love rehashing I, the jokes. I love doing them because lower decks is so good. But all but yeah, it's like yeah, just so turn this off and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so this might not be like the close uh, recap type thing that we normally do. Where we talk about it piece by piece. Uh, I'll be doing a little bit of that, but I probably won't be doing it as tight as I usually do. So get ready for it to be loose, baby. Oh, man. It's like a roast beef sandwich. What do you mean by that? It's like a loose, loose, loose leaf sandwich. What what imagery are you evoking right now? What are you... (laughs) I think you know. Nah, I just want you to tell the the people at home. I think you've seen that episode of uh, Eric Andre. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I was I was alive during the '90s and curious about pornography. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> curious, but uh, anyway, oh, man. Uh, I did want to talk about how the flashback at the beginning of this episode does like the absolute pitch 
perfect job of making you hate peanut paper. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, that's kind of, like, like the setup for her whole character going forward. Because there's another Peanut Hamper episode after this one. And the, the thing about this episode as well, like, um, I'm sh- you should have watched it before you're listening to this. That's the fucking format of the show. Sorry if this is a spoiler. I also told them to turn off this show and watch the show, <laughs> so they should have fucking listened. The fact that they came back is a miracle. Did they pause us? Like, how did that work? They just <laughs> let it play while they watched at the same time. <laughs> uh, like, the introduction to Peanut Hammer is... Uh, Peanut Hamper is written fucking perfectly. Like, I'm so impressed. It yeah. is so short, and it makes you hate this character immediately. Yeah. And I was like, fucking, that's genius that they Fuck. pulled that off. Fucking uh, Keth- Kether Donahue is the voice, and she is, like, perfect. She's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like, that voice yeah. is so perfect. Um, <laughs> but later in the episode, like, the redemption, the quote-unquote redemption mm-hmm. that's part of the title and everything sort of unfolds. And I was like, aw, I like Peanut Hamper, actually. Peanut yeah. Hamper is cool. Yeah. And then when it turns out she set it up. Yep. Yep. And she's still exactly the same. I was yep. like, I can't believe they fucking got me. <laughs> Dude, I did the, the first time I watched it, I did the same thing. I was like, oh, okay, like, yeah, this this is like a, you know, it's like Avatar, right? It's like, <laughs> like oh, he's gonna, she's going to be one of them. It's Air-Vatar. Yeah. <laughs> Sky-Vatar. Wouldn't it just be called a snake? <laughs> Why is it a sky if everything here can fly? <laughs> I like how she's. This is what we're talking about. But I like how she's like. I can't, my universal translator can't make your language not stupid. And the, the thing about the character is she's incredibly mean and callous and yeah. like stupid on purpose. And you like you hate this character, but she's also so fucking entertaining. She's like an evil sorority white chick. Yes, but like a fucking robot who's a little like I don't even know what they are. Like a little fucking rc car <laughs> yeah pretty much they're just a bunch of extra doodads they had sitting yeah. around from previous episodes with feet <laughs> yeah yeah um, antenna and i i was like shocked at how well written the episode was to get me on her side and then completely pull the fucking rug out from under my feet i love how they don't do the regular intro it's just a, a shortened version, but like like of nothingness, because she's just floating. Yeah, in it's just following right? her floating yeah. in nothingness. Yeah, that's <laughs> so fucking genius. It's genius. Yeah, it's fucking great. Uh, big shout outs to Ann Kim who wrote this and then apparently blinked out of existence. <laughs> Bye, Ann. <laughs> um, we get a little bit of a flashback to previous uh, season shenanigans. With the pack lids attacking the USS Cerritos at the Red beginning. alarm. Red alarm. Red alarm. They, uh, so I was watching the new What If on, on Disney, and they mm. stole that bit from the oh, show. Oh, man. It's the, it's the, uh, the, the grandmaster, the grandmaster, and he's like, alarm, alarm. Yeah, oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Red Alarm is both that joke, which has been done before, right? Right. And it's a funny joke, but it's such a perfect play on the Star Trek version, Red yeah. Alert, that it's its yeah. own genius joke. It's the what it's if brilliant. just did the lazy joke again. Yeah, they did the... Yeah, it's easy. Yep. <laughs> anyway, uh, in, the, in the flashback, we see uh, how big of a fucking piece of shit Peanut Hamper, the uh, exocomp, is. 
where they want her to manually upload a computer virus uh, into the Pac-Led ship. And yeah. she's like, fuck you, I'm out. Suck my balls. It just fucking yeah. leaves. She's like, I'm not doing that. Pass. Yeah. <laughs> and she fucking beams out and is like, good luck with all your organs coming out or whatever. Yeah. You guys shit everywhere. All that happens later. But... Uh, <laughs> Peanut Hamper watches everything that happened at the end of that episode, but then she gets fucking left. Like, the USS yeah. Titan shows up and saves saves them, and then they just leave. Yeah. And, and she's like, well, they'll be back. And, like, it's not like they wouldn't scan for non-organic <laughs> life. Which is, like, such a fucking, like, non-organic life thing to think, right? That is, like, that's such a fucking uh, genius joke yeah. for, like, veterans of Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because they don't scan for non-organic life and find it constantly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Peanut Hamper has gone insane and has created a debris copy of an exocomp she calls Sophia. She has a fucking uh, Wilson. It's her Wilson, her only yeah. friend. And she talks yeah. about loving them and everything. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the uh, she doesn't want to send a... Uh, a distress signal because Starfleet is so uptight about being betrayed. Yeah, she's like, they'll just like arrest us for being AWOL. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a Drakmani scavenger ship shows up. It starts to salvage the debris field, and Peanut Hamper is about to get a tractor beamed out, and she's like, "Better you than me, Sophia," and throws her yeah. only insane brain friend into the tractor beam. <laughs> Because all she knows is betrayal. That's it. Dude, this exocomp is such a little brat. It's f fucking brat kink play is what it is. <laughs> uh, but she's she's created um, a, a nacelle ship that can go uh, warp 0.5 or something. 0 0.2. 0.2. And uh, she just fucking gets blasted off at the front of it, screaming, and it falls apart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she gets uh, plummeted down into uh, towards a planet, which turns out to be a bird people planet. <laughs> it's Avatar, except they're bird people. It's, it is. And uh, they fear technology for some reason. They know about technology. And yeah. And they, like, fear and hate it. They know what machines are. And that's the first hint that there's more to this yeah. than just uh, an Avatar knockoff, which would, of course, be a Dances with Wolves knockoff. Right. Um, At least we should call it that, a Dances with Wolves knockoff. <laughs> Not that I'm trying to repeat myself a bunch, but... <laughs> hey, I do it, and people seem to... Tolerate it, maybe. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Let's not talk. Uh, <laughs> but she is uh, the elder, the like leader of the village of the owl people, uh, or I guess they're like hawk people. They kind of look like owls mixed with hawks. Like I guess well, they're, they're bird hawks. folk. Yeah, they're yeah, is not they... bird men like Birdman. No, the, they're not attorneys. No, which is weird because a Catherick Donahue, Catherick, Catherick, it's the name of the guy from Baldur's Gate. Catherick Donahue, she's a bird girl in the is show. Is she? Girl. Yeah. Damn, no wonder she <clears throat> fucked a bird three times in yeah. this episode. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's oh, a, man. by the way, fucking hilarious that they did it multiple times. 
They they were like once no, twice funny, three times perfect. It's like they knew that was going to make some of the audience uncomfortable and they did it on purpose three times. Yeah, or or they were like it'll make them either uncomfortable or super horny. It's true. We're trying to get threes this episode. Yeah. They knew what they were doing with Moopsie, and they knew what they were doing with fucking bird fucking. Somebody's trying to fuck Moopsie? <laughs> no, but people love Moopsie. Yeah, Moopsie is, they introduced a meme into the series on purpose, and it worked yeah. perfectly. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> she meets Kaltoris uh, of uh, Aurora. Aurora. Aurora? Arior. Ariola. Ariola. It is the planet Ariolus. Ariore. <laughs> Uh, and, tell, and he's like, uh, our ancestors sent you here so you could help our destiny. And uh, he starts scraping dirt off of her, and she's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, she thinks he's going to stab her, which, like... Well, you're I a guess. robot, man. Yeah, like, I don't know how that would work. <laughs> but Caltoris uh, is like, yeah, we're, we've are we never had a visitor from off-world or made of metal, right? And she's like, wait, you're not part of the Federation? Fuck! Yep. Prime Directive. She fucked up. Well, she doesn't give a shit about that. She just wants to go back. <laughs> she doesn't want to. She says she doesn't want to live on a planet full of bird shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's in parasite water. Or whatever. She's <laughs> like a little kid gives her a stick and she's like, "Oh, this is a stick, huh? I guess I have Thanks. to. Re- I guess I have to give you something in return." Here, yeah. it shoots a piece of candy and hits the kid. That she like replicates a piece of candy. Yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh my god!" They're like, "A witch!" <laughs> they're like, they're psyched about it though. They're like, "A witch! Yay! Yay!" Um. <laughs> Cal Taurus is like, oh, our ancestors warned us about this technology, but Peanut Hamper is a living being and deserves our respect. <laughs> so he's he's like the Picard of this planet. Yeah, he's can see he can see past the prejudices of his sky people. Uh, his son Rauda is like the Riker of the planet because he fucks the robot instantly. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I will stick my screwdriver-esque bird dick into this bird. Is that how their dicks are? Uh, I've spent right? a lot of time looking at uh, bird dicks. Not Some, but not a lot, so I'm I wouldn't really know. I'm going to go right now. Fur science, because I'm the dick, dick scientist. scientist. Yeah, you should know uh, this. Hawk penis. Hawk hog. Look it up. Uh, okay, there's a guy lifting. Most birds do not have a penis. So what is what does he fuck her with then? It's the cloaca. His cloaca? Does eagle have a cloaca? <laughs> How do eagles mate? Copulate. Pressing cloaca together. Oh man, they're fucking wow. scissoring. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> no wonder Peanut Hamper is like your parts are so complicated. Yeah. Peanut Hamper was every virgin looking at a vagina for the first time. <laughs> How does this work? And a lot of them never find out. Um, I don't. I don't ever remember that. I don't remember that part of my experience. You just automatically knew what to do. I was like, I'm gonna stick my whole head in that. Mm, that seems wrong. I'm no expert, but hey, what's wrong for some? Mm, I feel like there's like a medical reason not to do that. It's like I always say, Jeff. What's wrong for some makes them come. All right, well, that's a shirt. We need to shirt that. <laughs> and it's Peanut Hamper looking down at <laughs> Oh, Peanut Hamper.
uh, Peanut Hamper and Rauta have like a, a terse like back and forth, but then Kaltoris is like, look, uh, Ra- uh, Peanut Hamper's our friend and you'll listen to me because I'm your fucking dad. Yeah, and I'm the chief and shit. And Peanut Hamper's pissed off because she's stranded with a bunch of hillbilly birds on a planet. Yeah. <laughs> she debates like on getting... Exocomp knows what a hillbilly yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and she's debating on sending this distress signal because a penal colony wouldn't be that bad compared to yeah, this. Compared to this. She just has to rake leaves. It's fine. Yeah, it's just... It's just the yard work, penal colony. She's firing tennis balls at the wall, and just <laughs> leaving them everywhere. <laughs> but uh, Rada shows up and uh, takes her on a romantic whirlwind trip of milking a goat and making bales of straw and yeah. seeing a sky snake. She's like, they're doing like roofing with their grass. She's like, you haven't invented tiles yet. <laughs> and he's like, this is the way it's always been. And she, <laughs> when it rains, like, it's all gonna break down like every yeah. time. It's gonna leak like it's always. <laughs> man, I got you. Got to respect Peanut Hamper, man. Peanut Hamper's not telling lies. Is no. all I'm saying. You're getting the straight facts from Peanut Hamper. Uh, the Sky Snake bites Kaltoris, the leader, and he's gonna fucking die. And Nobody's ever survived a Sky no. Snake bite. And he's like, this is the circle of life. I take his life and he takes mine, and you're next in charge. And Peanut Hamper's like, oh my god, you're all so fucking annoying, and just yeah. gives him anti-venom, and he's fine. She's like, yoink! <laughs> and, uh... She gives him some vitamins, too. Yeah. She's like, you've been low on, well, pretty much everything. And Kaltoris uh, is like, Peanut Hamper will save us. And they all been chanting. They start chanting her name and she starts yeah. shooting candy. Is she a pew, pew, pew? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, she also goes to the incubation hut where the yeah. eggs are. And they have technology for incubation, but that's it, apparently. Well, it's, I don't know if they have lamps or they what. They do. There are is. lamps in the background that are putting are, out red light. Are they? I thought that it was just fl- like fire. No, it was lamps. <clears throat> I don't know. How do they have lamps? That's a good question. I was wondering that during that scene. That's just, I specifically remember it for that because I was like, why the fuck do they have technology? That's one of those things that they sneak in, and I just don't notice it because I'm like, I'm I'm in. I'm here. Right. Well, they, I'm here for it. They probably put it there. I feel like here we go. Like don't. Qu- oh, did you hear that? Fucking family. Tom, slow down. (laughs) I I feel like, and you could quote me on this and ask somebody who works on Lower Decks. I would love to know the answer to this. I feel like they put inconsistencies into episodes on purpose. On purpose, yeah. So that, like, Star Trek nerds notice them and point them out. That's a great point. I never thought about that. So I would say this was. Are we expected to believe there's some kind of magic xylophone? (laughs) (laughs) It's that, right? I retract my question. (laughs) But uh, he's like, most of these chicks won't hatch because they're not strong enough and they will die. And it makes me so sad. And she's like, why? Check this shit out. And she just just heat beams them and they all hatch. They all hatch immediately. Rod is like, wow, that's amazing. Let's go somewhere together. (laughs) Rowda. Peanut. It's about to get rowdy. It is about to get rowdy. Uh, Peanut Hamper is like, oh, this planet's so beautiful. 
And he's like, oh, when I'm with you, Peanut Hamper, I cannot help but be full of song. She's like, <laughs> she oh, please. Sing for me, Rauda. And he just starts screeching. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you scared the shit out of me. She's like, oh, you're still going, huh? All right. Again, we're just I saying love, the jokes from the episode. I lo- I just I love how Peter Hamper is like almost like the audience, right? Yeah, like absolutely. she's just like what the fuck is happening in this show, right? Which, like to to do a little um little advertising of our other show Story Lords, this would be like a character like Ugla yeah. or uh Kayla Hunter, the character yeah. who says what the audience is thinking for yeah. comedy. Yeah. Check it's it out, very, Story Lords. It's. I think that's why I like Lower Decks so much. Is it's very Darrenos, right? It's it is. Like, it's like the Star Trek version yeah. of Story Lords. Oh. Check it out. <laughs> we have a patron there too. Mm-hmm. Storylords.card.co. Two R's. Check it out. Anyway, I need to get the .com for the. Anyway, dude, how much is it? It's like twelve bucks. Twelve bucks. I think it's American. It's like twelve bucks three times a year or something. I can't do that advanced mathematics. <laughs> it's thirty six dollars a year. Oh my god, thirty six. This is the a mathematically perfect website. Um, <laughs> but uh, route is like uh, it's my it's my per- perfect place to hide. I can stay in. Uh, Hide from the insignificance I have compared to my father. Yeah. And Peanut Hamper's like, yeah, my father just wanted me to stay with the exocomps, but I wanted to be a Dabo girl. <laughs> I love that. Like, that's her goal, is to be a fucking Dabo girl. And, like, like, in her head, it's like she's the sexiest exocomp, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. She could be a Dabo girl because she's a sexy exocomp. They say but they're. Like, they say that she is a sexy exocomp because Rauda's gonna fuck her right now. Yeah, Rauda's into this fucking he's like, weird whole faced robot. <laughs> he's like, these part our parts are so different. How are we gonna do it? And Peanut Hepper's like, we'll just have to wing it. Uh, and then they start <laughs> fucking. And then. <laughs> <laughs> Rauda stands behind a waterfall, just fully presenting. Yeah, you can see his weird cloaca dick that goes out is, and in? I don't know. Is, I don't know. If I, I'm not a bird man. <laughs> He's the attorney type, not the flying type. <laughs> uh, but Rada's like, I must show you the secret of my people. And she's like, didn't you just? Ah. They go to a cave behind a waterfall that has these two giant bird statues crisscrossing spears. It's pretty fucking sick. It's dope. Uh, but they they have spaceships. Yeah, and she's like, this is... And she's like, I haven't been breaking the Prime Directive this whole time? That's good, I guess. <laughs> Uh, but Peanut, she's like, uh, wow, you had these ships this whole time and you didn't tell me? She's yeah. like, oh, well, my ancestors did. They used to uh, fly all across the stars and they were capable of folding space. And yeah. Peanut Hamper's like, yeah, it's called warp. Yeah, that's called warp. Yeah. <laughs> He's, uh, like, like that word even means anything. nothing. But they, they abandoned, like, yeah. they were in constant wars because of their usage of technology. And they abandoned it to live in a paradise where everyone has low vitamin levels and all their children die every year, I guess. How do you live in a paradise? Wouldn't you need at least three dice? 
<laughs> I think we should start over. <laughs> what our relationship? Uh, I think knowing each other, we should start over. <laughs> oh, hi, I'm Josh. Do you like Star Trek? Gotta go. <laughs> Man, you saved yourself years of heartache. It's true. Oh, I'm I'm living a happy life now. Um, <laughs> sure would like to talk about Star Trek, but I guess that's over. Guess I don't um, have a friend to do that. But uh, he's like, my uh, because you're good technology, my ancestors were wrong about their judgment. She's like, but I'm not good. I, uh, she, like... She's all about telling telling that she broke her promises. She uh, turned yeah. traitor. She was evil. Right. And she's like, I finally saw how special organic life truly is. <laughs> and then they fuck again. <laughs> and then they fuck again. <laughs> They're like, yeah. It, they- this I I gotta say this one I was like oh we're doing this again okay, yeah, yeah, all right yeah. cool all right yeah sure why not look these are some horny ass creatures are birds this horny I don't know man they're always scissoring I know I know, uh, I know they're horny for bread and shit but yeah it's true which they're horny for rice too and that shit is not good for it'll them. kill them that's why they don't do that at weddings anymore uh, we get a quick little sojourn through spring summer through winter, and then we end up in summer, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a wing joining happening, a marriage. Kaltoris is uh, marrying Ralda and Peanut Hamper together. <laughs> and Peanut Hamper has a fake she, beak She got on. a fake beak and a veil. <laughs> <laughs> and she's all fucking dirty and shit. Like, she's all brown. It's really shit. funny. Um, <laughs> but then, like, a big shadow shows up. They're like, it's a sky snake, but no. The Drakmani have followed Peanut Hamper here, (laughs) and it's taken them a year, and that didn't seem weird to me when it happened. Yeah, Yeah, that was just whatever, yeah. Uh, They they launch a small ship, and the scavengers come out, and they're like, we detected valuable material beneath the village. We want to take it and leave. (laughs) And they're like, no, it'll destroy everything. And the Drakmani guy's like, all right. Yeah. He's like, it's garbage. You don't need it anymore. And the, and Peanut Hamper is like, yeah, it's like called trees that are on top of it. <laughs> the uh, Ralda like jumps at them and they beam away like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. And they just turn all their tractor beams on and start destroying the village. Yeah. And he's like, this is exactly what our ancestors feared. We can't do anything to stop the Drakmani. Aww. But Peanut Hamper's like, no. I can do something. And she finally sends out the alert to Starfleet. Finally. The, and fucking Boimler's like, I've tracked the signal to the planet Areolus? Area? <laughs> Ariel? <laughs> it's a pre-warp civilization. And it's the ca- Captain Freeman's like, oh, she's breaking the prime directive. Of fucking course she is. Of course, yeah. Just a fucking shit show with peanut hamper. Back on Areolus, which is a really fucking funny name for a planet. That's it's that's so funny. Like, that's fucking so funny. It's like it's such a throwaway stupid joke, but it's yeah. so fucking funny. Yeah, just kind of like that dice joke I just fucking rolled out. Well, now that Josh has reminded us of his biggest failure, 
<laughs> I think it's time to pay for the show with advertisements that are in no way paying us any money. We'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> you might be off the show, Josh. I just want you to know that. Oh, no! After these messages, we'll be right back. Montana free, Pat Riley free, Buster Douglas free, Super Monaco GP free, or Collins free. What Nintendo? Buy a 16 bit Genesis system between now and October 31st and get an extra game. Welcome back, folks. We are deep into the Areolus saga of our podcast. We're circling in on the Areolus. We are licking the Areolus on this. Episode. Just don't don't bite into the episode too much. You know? <laughs> Some people like good. that. Some, Some planets like do. that. Some <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Planets. Right, right, right. Uh the Drachmani are just like pulling the old ships up out of the ground from underneath the trees and the trees are getting fucked up. I love how these dudes are just like the trash men. They're yeah. just like they're like fuck fucking, it. Yeah, whatever. As long as we get our trash. <laughs> they're the dude, they're the trash man who like take your fucking recycling bin and just fucking toss it in your yard after you're done. We had to buy another recycling bin. Yeah, they, they break were, them all the time. They were fucking uh, DDTing the fucking yeah. thing under the ground every time. Dude, they get so pissed if you, dude, if your fucking trash bins aren't like lined up pristine perfectly with the sidewalk and shit, they'll fucking suplex those. I don't know what the fuck I did wrong then, because it was always where it was supposed to be, but they would come in and they would fucking, like, spike it like a ball at the fucking Super Bowl every well, time. like, you and I, like, people just hate us because we're fucking awesome. We're too cool for school. Yeah, and they, they, hate, they can't fucking stand it. They hate us because they ain't us, as True. we say here. We're, we're like two Snoopy Joe Cools, and they can't fucking <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> we're like two Fonzies, but, it's like... It's true. We have a Zune instead of a jukebox. We're too, we're fucking a Zune. <laughs> we're fucking double Fonzies, and they can't stand it. We're like conjoined twin Fonzie. <laughs> they say A at the same time every time. A. We share a penis. We got two of them, actually. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> I have a cloaca. Hey! Hey! Cloaca! <laughs> um, <laughs> but time's running out. The Drakmani are destroying the planet, and Peanut Hamper realizes, look, I can I can get on the ship and disable it. Yeah. And Rod is like, no, my love, it's too dangerous. And she's like, no, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. That's the thing from the first episode that they said, but they didn't. And she flies off to the drug. She hijacks the Drakmani shuttle and flies it into the big ship. Yeah. And, and there's like one frame of animation of it busting. Through. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. And you think at this point that she's like learned her lesson. Oh, yeah. Right? I was like, fooled. Yeah. I was fully yeah. fucking fooled at this point. I was like, but you, I was like, you go, peanut hamper. Because anybody else getting married to a bird man, that would be. 
definitely she's bought in. She's gonna stay on Ariolus. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Like she's getting married right as this is happening. Yeah. That's a commitment. <laughs> So she uh, accesses a control terminal and overloads the engines. The uh, she drops one of the uh, Arior ships back to the surface. The Drakmani ship just fucking explodes, killing everyone aboard. I got to imagine, <laughs> except just, the bridge crew who beam out. I just picture JG Hertzler like, ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Rada's like, no, my beautiful wife bot. <laughs> Kaltoris is like, no, look. And the shuttle, a shuttle flies out of the explosion and crash lands. And Peanut Hamper is victorious. Dude, per- per- mathematically perfect redemption. Absolutely. And then uh, Captain Freeman, Shax, and Tendi show up. They beam down to the village. And Freeman starts first contact. But Rada's like, yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> peanut Hamper saved the village, and she's one of us now. You're not allowed to go to a penal colony. Yeah. Freeman's like, look, she's not in trouble. We saw her save everybody. We're here to thank her. Yeah. She's like, Peanut Hamper's playing into it. She's fucking hamming it up, even though yeah. you don't realize it at the time. Yeah. She's like, the Arior are the ones who deserve thanks. Without meeting them, I would have remained as selfish as ever. <laughs> But now I understand love and sacrifice, and I just want to return and pay my debt to Starfleet. Yeah, yeah. And Rout is like, "No, my love, we are we are in love. I love you." Like, you know? He's like, "May I? Is there room on your on your ship for a bird man in love?" <laughs> and Peanut Hamper's like, "No, my love, I can't take you away from this paradise." Yep, yep. With you, Peanut Hamper. Anywhere is paradise. So good. Such good writing. <laughs> but then the Arior ship, like, powers up. The Drakmani have beamed inside of it. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh my god, the ship is, like, way more advanced than ours and has yeah. way better weapons. <laughs> and they start firing on the village and they go up and start destroying the Cerritos. Like, they're down to 16% shields and, like, two yeah. hits. yeah. The drug money's like, you've tricked us and you will pay. <laughs> and Boimler beams down the communication to the captain. They received subspace signal from Ariolus inviting them to come and take the Arior ships. And they'd yeah. be met with no resistance. Yeah. <laughs> the Ron is like, no, he's lying. And drug, the drug money captain's like, I've got... I've got a recording of it. Yeah. And it's yeah. Peanut Hamper being yeah. like, yeah, you come get these shifts. No one will care. There's a bunch yeah. of backwoods hillbilly birds. Bird people. Yeah. And she wants, so she wants to get rescued by the drug money, right? To, yeah. And everyone's just staring slack jaw. Dude, so good. This is so stupid and so good. They're tree kissing farmers, is what she calls <laughs> That's them. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, like, you didn't want the ship. I just wanted to... I faked all of this and set it up so Starfleet would take me back. Yeah. I never wanted to spend my life on a backwoods shitty planet with a bunch of birds that are constantly shitting everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's uh, like, T- you have a chance to redeem yourself, though, and Peanut Hepper's like, fuck that. I'm yeah. out of here. <laughs> 
I ain't going to no penal colony. Dude, it'd be so easy for her to fucking <laughs> rake leaves, though. Yeah, exactly. Like, she just doesn't want to do anything she doesn't want to yeah. do. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> respect it. The most gotta... spoiled character in the history of Star Trek. Man, you gotta love her. You gotta <laughs> love to hate to love her. <laughs> you gotta hate that you love to love hate her. Or if you're a bird man, fuck her. Oh, man. My cloaca is so erect, question mark? <laughs> my cloaca's cloaca-ing? It's, it's, it's awakened my cloaca. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the drunk money are fucking up the Cerritos. Yeah. And Kaltoris uh, is like, our ancestors have forsaken us! <laughs> But this massive Arior ship comes up from the ground, and Tendy's like, it's Peanut Hamper! But it yeah, isn't. It's, it's Rada. Yeah. <laughs> he, he destroys the Dragmani ship like with no fucking effort, because yeah. his ship is 20 times bigger than that one. <laughs> and the Dragmani emergency transport out, they have to be confused about what the fuck's happening yeah, still at this they're point. Like just the vic- they're the victims of this whole thing. Absolutely. How many of them died so that the uh, hundreds so that Peanut Hamper could pretend to redeem herself? It's fucked up if you really it think is. about it. It is. It's really fucked up. <laughs> They're like our fe- the they land their ship and Rod is like Arior must protect our way of life and we're we have to leave our fear of technology in the past. And everyone cheers. <laughs> and all I'm thinking of is like, weren't you in constant wars before? <laughs> yeah, but now they have a new enemy, Peanut Hamper. It's true. They and can focus all machines. On, they can focus all of their hatred on Peanut Hamper now. I love, I love this little tiny floating RC car is now like the T800 <laughs> of the society. Peanut Hamper shows back up after Kaltoris gives Rauta the leadership of the village. She's like, "Look, I was just trying to teach you about cooperation between yeah. machines and technology." Like she's taking credit for. For like this was the real plan. Yeah, he's uh, is like you're no longer welcome above us, and she's like, uh, who would want to stay with a bunch of poor man's Aurelians anyway? <laughs> she's like, anyway, I'm back on board the Cerritos, Captain. Let's go. Yeah. She's like, no way, no fucking way. Yeah, you're just jealous of my advanced intelligence. <laughs> I should have just called the boar again. Then you'd all be sad. She starts <laughs> screaming, resistance is futile. Yeah, dude. Because <laughs> Tindy keeps pushing her little signal thing back down. Yeah. <laughs> and Shaq, like, Shax puts her in a headlock and walks away. <laughs> I love that. It's like, that's, that's all you got to do to defeat them. Is yeah, put them in a headlock. Push the, th- push the little antenna down. Yeah. Doop. Peanut Hamper is on Earth in the Daystrom Institute, imprisoned in the, I quote, self-aware megalomaniacal computer storage area. Yes. Right next to Agamus, who's like, ah, Peanut Hamper, the mathematically perfect name. (laughs) Dude. I love this relationship. It's so good. In the the next episode with them, it's so good. (laughs) I have to check that out. Like Dude, they start laughing, but then all the other evil computers yeah. start laughing too. And Peter happens like, "Stop laughing, us! You're not invited." Yeah, they're all like, "Ha ha 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 ha!" ha, ha, ha. 
That's my robot laugh. <laughs> that was good. It's a little the nanny. <laughs> well, what's the difference? Ha <laughs> ha. Take that. Fran Drescher, thanks for all you did with the strike, though. Yeah, thanks for that, at least. Thank you for entertaining millions. Thanks, the nanny. Uh, my wife, Crystal, loves that show, so I see it all the time. I think all wives it's love that good. show. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good show. I'm not going to I've never you. been with somebody who hasn't loved that show. It's true. <laughs> the, the butler is fucking hilarious, and he's also uh, Moriarty. Yes, TNG. Yes. That's right. That's fucking right. The the man has played nothing but Englishman, and he's from like Idaho or something. He's from, <laughs> he's, he's from the dirty South. It's really it's really funny because people thought that the like rich guy, Mister Sheffield, his accent sounded phony, and they yeah. never thought that Niles the Butler sounded phony. Yeah, but, but it's he the was exact really opposite. British. Yeah, he was. A, she winds up with him, right? Not the butler, but the Mr. Sheffield. Yeah, it only takes him eight, nine seasons. I fucking hate that shit. Yeah, the will they, won't they was what TV was made of. Oh my god. 90s, though. And it's like nine seasons of this shit? Yeah, they like the they make it into a meta joke at a certain point where she's so unbelievably tired of it as well. <laughs> Dude, there is like mad race cars driving by today hell yeah baby it's fucking new year's eve baby let's go it's not uh john larroquette fun fact of the week a peanut hamper describes the Arior as the poor man's aurelians mm-hmm. and you, you might know the aurelians as that big fucking bird guy from tas yeah the tas bird yeah. he's just naked on a planet I, I, is that what Dr. Meglimo is? Is he an Aurelian too? Uh, I think so. I think he is. No, I think he's a different type of species. How many fucking bird people are there's there? There's a lot of bird folks, man. There's, there's only one, there's, well, there's two, I guess, cat folks, but they're the same thing, really. Yeah, he's not a, he's not an Aurelian. What is he? Uh, a Squawktakian? What's his name again? Dr. Meglimo? Meg, that can't be right. <laughs> yeah, that's it, right? Doctor Meglimo. <laughs> that's his name. You typing it? Doctor Meglimo. Told you. Doctor Keeler? I don't think so. <laughs> no, what's his name? Lower decks. Therapist. How do you spell it? This is good Lower audio, decks, I'm sure. Therapist. Miglimo, M-I-G-L-E-E-M-O. He is a, uh, doesn't say, says unnamed species on the memory alpha. Yeah, he's of an ornithoid species. Fuck, dude. Give him a fucking species. Make him an Aurelian. He's a bird man. Oh, Paul F. Tompkins plays him. I did not know that. I didn't know that. Like, Lower Decks kind of has a stacked cast, especially guest stars. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love Jack Quaid. Like, I fucking love Jack, Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid, I've never seen anything with Jack Quaid that I yeah. didn't love. I, I don't know what it is. Like, Jack Quaid is infinitely better than his dad. That's true. His, he's infinitely better than his uncle, which... Well, that's a real hard. simple task. <laughs> um, 
There's a, there's a great five second film with Jack Quaid where it's oh, people wow. at Christmas and one of them is like, "I got you a Jack Quaid for Christmas." And the other one's like, "Oh, I got you a Jack Quaid too." And the first one goes, "Let's make him fuck." And he goes, <laughs> "What?" And the other one rips the tag off and goes, "Oh yes, I've been waiting for this." <laughs> I don't know what it is about how he plays, like, an innocent boy man. Yeah, he's like, good at playing a boy yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, like, even in The Boys, when he's, like, just this, like, innocent little boy, right? And you just want to, like, does, hold him. He does some horrible, horrible shit. Yeah, but. like, later, yeah, but even when he does it, he's still like, I'm just Jack Quaid. I'm just, like, a, I'm just a boy man. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a boy man. His girlfriend got fucking run over by a reindeer, dude. Yeah. God damn. When it pans back and the arms are just dangling. Oh, <laughs> fuck that. Fucking hell. That's when you know you're in. That's like the yeah. first scene of the show, and you're like, yeah, it all is. right. Because it's like, it seems like a romantic comedy for yeah. a minute or two. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he was on an episode of uh, Best of the Worst. Was he? Yeah, he's hilarious in it as well. And it's it's really hilarious. funny because half the comments are like, I forgot what like a normal, handsome man looked like watching this channel. And then Jack Quaid <laughs> showed up. Because he looks so out of place on that chain. Well, he's like fucking like six foot five, right? He's yeah, he huge. he really is way taller than everybody yeah. else there as well. Which is funny in Strange New Worlds when he's playing Boimler and he's like, he's like so tall. He's like way taller than he should be. Like yeah. Boimler is shorter than Mariner. And, yeah. But he's actually ta- way taller he's, than her when yeah. they transform. <laughs> um. I bet you're wondering, uh, and you're thinking, boy, shut the fuck up and talk more about this episode. What did you think of it? <laughs> um, first off, pretty fucking rude, man. Like, yeah, we're giving like, you this podcast for free. Come on now. Yeah, thanks thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you listening, but come on. No, we we do appreciate you listening, even when we're a rambling bunch of cold medicine up freaks today. Well, we're always rambling on this show, man. Like what? I, 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 I rode, I drove home for four hours in the storm of the fucking century, almost yeah. dying hundreds of times, so that you I could fucking... come back and talk about Star Trek Lower Decks with you. <laughs> well, I appreciate that you knowed your way back to your house. <laughs> And uh, you, you let all the animals out and they're double cloacas. True. Big shout out to my wife, Crystal, for being the driver during the storm of the century. I didn't know when we were splitting driving time that I was dooming you to death, but... Man, uh, when when I, last time I went on vacation, which was like 12 years ago... <laughs> mm, time flies. <laughs> uh, we uh, Zane uh, and Dan and I drove to South Carolina... And we beat this, like, huge storm down there. But, like, the rest of, like, the family didn't. And, like, they showed up and it was, like, hell. And they were so <laughs> miserable. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. we got home and, like, I felt like jumping out of the car and kissing the ground. Yeah. It's, like, it's how I feel after I get off of an airplane, dude. I'm, like, <laughs> oh, my God. God, like, anybody who's ever been caught in a storm before driving, imagine that, but it doesn't stop. Like you just going. it just keeps going for four hours. That's what it does. That's what the weather does now, man. The we- dude, it was so weird here. Like it was pouring like that like yesterday, and it was a kind of drizzly, like and the sun was out, and I was like, What in the fuck is happening? Also the- What is this? Also, like we made note this time that every time this year, we've gone back to West Virginia three times and none of them have been a vacation. I'll tell you that fucking much. Yeah. 
We've gone back three times this year against our will, and every time we've come back, it has been the storm of the fucking century driving I home. Think, I think someone's trying to tell you to not go. Yeah, it's me. I tell myself that every time. <laughs> Do you tell your wife? It's yeah, we're both like, <laughs> we don't want to go, but I guess we fucking gotta. You don't have to go. Nah, this time I did. Just fucking make up an excuse. It's so easy. Check it out. Watch. I'll do it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I have a broken leg. Ow. If you uh, add that ow then you're in, not the one that doesn't drive then. Just let somebody else drive no, then, no, dummy. No, no, no. You, you can't. You have to... You have a rag over your crotch because that's how broken it is. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Don't they do that when you're in traction? They they don't have pants on you. They just put like rags over your junk and shit so you can piss and shit. It's I, a thing. This is news to me, if true. Yeah, if your leg is resting, like, if true. <laughs> I do believe the entire earth was destroyed. Interesting, <laughs> yeah, if, if like, true. If you break your like leg like super bad, like you don't get to wear pants. You know why I had to go back to West Virginia the three times. Don't don't fuck with me on the show. Because you didn't have to wear pants. Well, you don't ever have to wear pants. You could you That's can true. deal with the repercussions of not wearing pants. What's that? Just immortal Jail. fame? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it depends Jail. on how good the dick is, right? Yeah, I'd imagine like how sexy it- the cloaca. If it was yours, I'd imagine they'd start, like, erecting billboards and shit. Oh, they'd be erecting, all right. They'd be like, hometown TRGW haver. I drove... Jeff. There's a town in West Virginia called Glasgow that has nothing in it. And um, there used to be a -A Save-A-Lot food store there, and it got shut down even. And there's a sign that says, the home of... I don't even remember the name. It's just some fucking guy, and I couldn't find anything on the internet about him. (laughs) I was like, th- your sign, the band doesn't exist. What are you talking about? I, I want to know who it is now. I'm going to look at uh, famous people from Glasgow, West, West Virginia. Virginia. Can't spell. There we go. Uh, <laughs> no, I just get people from West Virginia. It's got me on there, baby. Blue Ridge Mountains, okay. Yeah, it was Mark Rowe, M-A-R-K Rowe, and I looked it up, and there's a Mark Rowe who's an actor who's a guy with a mustache, and he's from Charlotte, North Carolina, so... Oh, this guy with the cowboy hat, yeah. There's a guy with a cowboy hat? He looks like it. He's got a mustache and a cowboy hat. Oh, yeah, that's, that's Mark him. Mark Rowe. That's him. But he's not from West Virginia. No, he's from Charlotte, North Carolina, so I don't know who the fuck they're talking about. He was Susie's dad in one episode of Stranger Things. Who is Susie? <laughs> That's a fucking great question. <laughs> <laughs> who is Susie? I don't know. There's so many fucking kids on that show. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's wheel out the patented Cochrane to Catfish warp scale of quality. <laughs> And let's talk about how we really feel about this episode on the scale of 1 to 10, etc., etc. You know how it fucking works. Susie is uh, Dustin's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. He goes to camp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was a fun character. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. Uh, Josh, what do you think about this episode? Not a Stranger Things, but of Lower oh. Decks. Um, yeah, this episode's good. I, I like how Lower Decks, like, 
we'll just tangent like this. And mm-hmm. again, it's very like Darren Ocean of it. Um, uh, I I would give this a seven. I think there's like better, there's better Stranger Things or Stranger Things wow. uh, Lower Decks episodes, but yeah, it's good. Like I was, I mean, I love Lower Decks. It's great. What would you give Stranger Things as a whole series? On a the whole scale series. Of one to 10? I mean, like season three is like my favorite. Is it two? Season three is the one with um, Vecna, right? That's the mall one. Oh, the mall one. The one with the big cloud monster, Galactus. Yeah, I like the mall one. And then the Vecna one is, like, not as good. Mm. And 2 is bad. 2 is, like, actually pretty bad. I don't even remember what happens in 2. She goes to, like, Chicago. Like, like uh, 11, like... like one s- episode where she, she meets like, the other town. ones and then they don't matter anymore. Yeah, they episode. don't matter anymore. That's why it's bad. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, seven? <laughs> Yeah, I think I'd give it like a seven. It, like overall. it's great. It's, it's great, a good right? show, and I like yeah. it a lot. But like, it feels like it's overstated. It's welcome a little bit. Well, they need to fucking just pull the trigger. These kids are thirty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> these kids are on fucking AARP, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown is already texting with Drake about their new relationship. <laughs> Millie oh, Bobby. <laughs> Millie that was Bobby... before this. Never mind. <laughs> Billy Bobby Brown is already as old as regular Bobby Brown was when he died. <laughs> How do you name your kid that, man? How do you name your kid Millie British. Bobby Brown? She's British. They're fucking weird, dude. You know how they are. We we know one. Uh, yeah, we know the one of them. Anyway. He knows, he's, like, pretty normal, considering. It's true. Dude has seven <laughs> chimneys, and he's still pretty normal. Yeah, as grounded as you could be with that amount of money. He lives in the fucking compound, I guess. <laughs> the, uh, since we've tangented giving a review score to a different show, let me get back to Lower Decks. Sure. Uh, I'm going to give this an 8. Okay. Uh, because there are way better episodes of Lower Decks, but I feel like this is such a tightly written episode that yeah. really um, it pulls something off that I think a lot of other Star Trek and shows in general and movies like fiction in general completely fail at yes. which is the complete switcheroo yeah i i'll i'll, I'll go up to eight i i agree i totally i totally get your own that. score uh, 8.1 wow i'm gonna do 8.2 <laughs> i can go all day baby i'm gonna go 8.22 damn 8.23 shit <laughs> We're getting real granular with this shit now. We're gonna run out of numbers at some point, Jeff. I'm gonna go 8.23.001. There's no point in giving Double two points. points. What the fuck? I'm breaking mathematic code. Perfectly mathematical <laughs> score. Uh, no, it's eight. A, yeah. yeah. We'll give it eights. And I yeah. think uh, it it deserves a really great score. Like, if this was an episode of a different show, like, if this was an episode of Voyager, it would get yeah. probably 8.5 or something. If it yeah, was an it's, episode, it's, yeah. If it was an episode of Discovery, it would get, like, a 12. It would get, like, a 13, because it's, like, <laughs> it's like amazing. Yeah. It's, like, uh, I've never in my life had the previously on of a show, even if I've never seen the show before, um, get me so on board and up to date with what's happening. What's happening, and, yeah. like, even get me to the point where I understand what emotions I'm supposed to be feeling against this character. 
Yeah. So to set me up for the rest of the episode. One of the things I love about Lower Decks too is their their like in house lore that they're building. Like like they could have easily just never done a peanut hamper anything. Yeah, right? absolutely. And been like, whatever, that was a funny joke, but whatever, right? And but they, to go back to it, I think is like really smart, and it's something like shows don't do a lot of. I I know I know that like I was talking about what if with you like the Disney Marvel show. Yeah, they do that too though, where where they'll just like they're like free to like do whatever, and it's actually like really good, and it's like just like Lower Decks, it's like the best thing Marvel has right now is like well, yeah. Well, that's the thing I yeah. I, I've talked about before is that like restrictions breed creativity, but when it comes to like stuff that's been around for absolutely forever, yes, like Marvel Comics has been one continuous continuity since the 1960s. Yeah, Uh, DC Comics has been 80 different continuities since the 1930s. Yeah, Um, (laughs) freedom and allowing writers to do what they want to do with those characters. And not worrying so much about canon is exactly what makes it so interesting and unique and uh, fun. And I feel like What If... uh, I feel like there were... I only watched the first season of What If, and there were some uh, real clunkers in that one. The second season, I will say, is so much better. Like it's, I actually was like, this is actually really good. Yeah, I have to check it (laughs) out. There's so much I need to watch. I know, I know. um, I watched Columbo instead. Whatever. Yeah, I'm a piece of shit. Um, that's uh, that's the real writing. That's where the real writing is, Columbo. Uh, you'd be surprised. I was under the impression Columbo was like a really like stupid old joke show. Yeah, but it's a real mystery show. The only funny thing about it is the main character is a slob. I just remember when Columbo uh, read that story to his sick grandson, Kevin Arnold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good episode. That was a great. It ran a little long, but it was a good episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a uh, like Columbo is so fucking funny because he just pesters criminals until they give themselves up. He annoys with information. Them to death. Dude, that's the idea. It's like you know, it's a good show when like like Monk is like a rip off of Columbo, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's it's like how do we make him more annoying? Oh, we'll make him OCD, like. Right? He's he's so personable and friendly, but it drives people insane that he won't leave them alone. And they Does he eventually ever use a gun. Does he have a gun? He's I've never seen him. Well, he had to take a test to keep his gun license at some point. He'd been putting it off for three years. That's how I know that this is fiction. <laughs> yeah, like he had to re up his gun license with the police department, and he just hadn't carried a gun in three years because he hadn't done it. You don't even need to do that to, like, carry a gun, like, in the state I live in. Like, maybe in the 70s. I don't know. I don't even think so. I don't know. Man. But like, Maybe New York. Maybe New York. He um, he did it just so he could test ballistics himself on a case he was on, and then he never carried a gun again. He's like fucking Batman. He's just doing his own ballistics, man. Um, yeah, Columbo is exactly like Batman. Yeah. Check it out. If you love Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, it's perfect for you. <laughs> Um, oh, you know fuck. what's a crazy thing that we've never done on the show before that we're about to do? No. <laughs> I am about to announce what our next uh, collection of episodes is. Oh, shit, yeah. Because on December 12th, I put out the call on Patreon for our patrons to do uh, collection suggestions. 
and uh, for some reason, I had dumb brain disease or something. I thought it was a great idea to do that right before Christmas. Yeah, that might have been why we didn't get a lot. But next time, you be sure to put in your suggestions. Absolutely. Um, give us our Christmas presents of your suggestions. Yes. Uh, but we have our next collection. It is Other Jeff's Days of Future Past collection. Episodes all about time travel. Uh, I thought we were going to have to watch X-Men 3 five times. Uh, I would kill myself. I would kill myself if I had to watch half of that movie once. Damn. R.I.P. Josh, because that's what we're doing on the next collection. No. no. Uh, we're doing TOS Tomorrow is Yesterday, TNG Tapestry, Deep Space Nine The Visitor, Strange New Worlds, A Quality of Mercy, and Deep Space Nine Past Tense Part 1 and 2. A oh, Quality of Mercy is really good. It is a great episode. Um, Anything with La'an. Oh, God. My man has a boner. Fucking genetically alter me, mommy. <laughs> I felt like, not I'm, right. Like, I'm that. sure you could feel the looks on my face when you said I, that. I'm sure you could feel the look on my face. When I was like, Ugh. Just pure confusion radiating off of me. I'm like that gif of the guy who looks at the camera and all the question marks appear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you, other Jeff. For the collection, and thank you to uh, Daruma for being the one who put forth this collection because it's only for people who pay us a certain amount of money and people who can make them do it for them. Woohoo! So, yeah, the Days of Future Past collection will be starting next episode. Uh, if you need any information about what's going on in the world of M Class Podcast, you want to know, did you know, listeners, if you're not following us on Twitter or Blue Sky? Mm-hmm. That I make a piece, a full fucking piece of high quality art for every single episode of this show. I knew that. If you want to know, not. if you want the new, uh, the newest episodes art, you want to check that shit out. It's on mclasspodcast.com, along with information about the latest episode, next episode, links to everything we do, SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify links to merchandise, our socials, our email address, our Patreon, and uh, an episode list of every episode we've ever covered on the show, including links. There's also a link to a wiki that the fans are making for M-Class Podcast. fuck yes. Uh, And uh, I think the most important part is if you're wondering what episodes we're going to be doing on the show, what we're going to be talking about, the current collection with every episode we're going to be talking about is always on the website. Yeah, I always check Twitter. I actually have to check Twitter because I often do not know what we're doing. (laughs) I know that comes as a surprise to most of you. It's shocking to me. I often am like, I don't even know what fucking day it is. I figured you were the puppet master. You were pulling the strings. Oh, I'm the puppet master, like, in that movie, The Puppet Master? <laughs> with the, the guy with the knives? Um, that was Josh. I don't know if you guys know that. It kind of looks like me. Huh. If I had a fedora and you, knife hands. You do. You have both of those things. Uh, Majeffy. <laughs> oh, my God. Majeffy. Well, that was the number one joke. I don't think we're going to surpass that. <laughs> Better than my dice joke? Fuck, yeah, dude. absolutely. <laughs> I can't believe that that joke didn't kill. I can't believe it. Uh, send us a tweet 
on Twitter at M Class Podcast or on Blue Sky M Class Podcast dot Blue Sky dot whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> um, tell us whether you thought that dice joke was hilarious or not. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a Blue Sky exclusive <laughs> comment. <laughs> Uh, please head over to our Patreon to keep our show going. We uh, rely on that money to keep the website up, to keep the uh, hosting on the episodes up, and to pay my fucking bills and live. To keep the energy in our bodies with food up. That's true. To expel all the bad juices <laughs> from our wieners. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I will not be expanding upon that, as a matter of fact. Uh, uh, you know what? That's a that's your personal choice, and I respect it. It's my prerogative. <laughs> my Jeffy. <laughs> that's going to be a thing. I don't want it to. That's going to be... We're going to go on the Discord, and it's going to be a little icon of me. My Jeffy. I don't like that at all. It's um, happening. It's already happening. Patreon.com slash podcast, where for as little as a dollar, you get access to behind-the-scenes posts, wallpapers of Every episode art that I make for the show, not just the newest one, not in low quality, in high quality, baby. And you get access to uh, Discord full of your fellow Trek boys where you can discuss the show or fucking bullshit. I don't know what they're doing there. They have fun. That's what they do. Trek boys. Trek boys. It's my Jeffy boys. (laughs) I don't like this at all. (laughs) Dude, good thing about this is I'll totally forget that I said it. No one else will, and they'll say it a bunch, and we'll both be like, what are they talking about? <laughs> Dude, don't tell them the secrets of our show. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash podcast. You put a little bit more money down, you get Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit, an entirely different podcast about everything that isn't Star Trek. Uh, we we did a one of those recently where we came up with an entire Urkel reunion movie, Family Matters reunion yeah, movie. It was really good. Uh, which should have been made already. I don't know what the fuck they're waiting on. What is ABC doing sitting on this fucking gold mine of an Urkel universe? I mean, you could create, yeah, Urkel universe. You could spin it off into an entire, like, the Family Matters reboot that's good this time. Yo. What if or they no, re- full house reboot that's good this time? They could do if, step by step without the guy who beat his wife. You could get so good with it. What if they replace uh, the guy who played Kang with Urkel? All right, I'm on board. I'm on Yo, fucking board. Marvel just got good again. Sorry, guys. All right, well, now I'm lining yet. up at Markle. Uh, Markle. <laughs> Markle movies. <laughs> just rebrand it. Markle movies. <laughs> Forget Marvel, Markle Comics, too. The Markle Markleverse. Just uh, change every character in comics to Urkel. <laughs> and I'm down with it again. Captain Urk America. Urk America. <laughs> A Merkel. Captain A Merkelka. There you go. That's better. Urkel Man is just Iron Man. Iron. The Iron Urkel. <laughs> That does sound like a Soviet Urkel, doesn't it? Yeah, that's like the Soviet, yeah. <laughs> if you think this is funny at all, I don't know why you would, but the, the Got fucking... Got any vodka? The Jeff and Josh shoot the shit about the Urkel movie will fucking kill you if you think any of this is funny. Yeah, that was an actually good show. This show's not. Uh-oh. <laughs> he told, he said it, he said it, everybody. <laughs> We're so fucking... Dazed and confused from fucking Christmas and shit. Yeah, they're like, I don't really know where beat we are the right shit now. out of us. 
with uh, a little bit more dough, you get access to our commentary track series, Jeff and Josh Talk Over Movies, where uh, we create a commentary track for a film we had nothing to do with. We did, we did Willow recently. <laughs> There's a lot of insight into Yeah, into if you want to know what happened film. behind the scenes, then we're your guys. We yeah. weren't there. It's like that movie, How It Got, uh, that podcast, How It Got Made, except nothing like that at all. Yeah, it's exactly like not that. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> There's a ton, a ton of old audio and stuff on the website. Uh, stuff we started and couldn't continue for one reason or another, like the Discovery Collection, where I think we did two episodes and people were mad about it and didn't want us to do anymore. I can't believe we made it through two of those. <laughs> uh, I feel like we could do that now, and it would be a lot less, um, yeah, controversial. Because well, we could we could do season two for sure because yeah. it's a good season. Because we like uh, at the time we were such Debbie fucking downers because that was all the yeah. Star Trek there was ever going to be anymore was Discovery yeah. and it was quite bad. In our yeah, opinion, think, in our I, opinion. <laughs> I think if we would revisit it, we would still be like, this is, we'd be more like, this is stupid. Like, yeah, this we would, is I think we would be yeah. laughing at how bad it yeah. is more yeah. than just decrying the death of the thing we love. Yeah, I'll, I'll never forget when the uh, the human lady in the first episode is like, Andorians are cold in all the wrong places. <laughs> and I was like, is this supposed to be fucking like, like dramatic and serious? It's yeah. fucking stupid. No, nothing's cooler in Star Trek than blatant racism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that we worked for this utopian future where racism is still cool and everyone still does it. Irish podcasters have potatoes in all the wrong places. <laughs> well, that one's true. That one's true. <laughs> anyway. We're, we're did, talking about ourselves, by the way. Did we do it? Did we do it? Yeah, mclasspodcast.com, patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. Those are the important ones. Keep those in your hearts and minds. Thank you to Vitizen for the use of his track Outer Space Race for our theme song. You can find Vitizen's work anywhere better music can be found on the internet and at vitizen.card.co. Card with two R's. And uh, if you're hankering for a hunk, a hunk of Jeff and Josh... <laughs> That's a reference three people got. And you also love a British guy? <laughs> if, you've, if you've heard Rich Masters on the show and you want more than three of us together, then I cannot recommend the podcast Story Lords to you any harder. That's an actual kind of a good show. It's better than this one, actually. So if yeah. you like this garbage, then I think it's you're going to love that one. It's better because there's less of me and more of other oh, people. Oh, now. Come on, now. Rich is so angry with you right now. <laughs> you know what? What's he going to do about it? He's going to fucking tee your crumpets. What's he going to fucking, like, write a fucking d dissertation about <laughs> He would make know. you cry. <laughs> And like, furthermore... You'd be like, damn, I never thought about it that way. Damn, he's... Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, Storylords.card.co. That's card with two R's where you could find all the links necessary. I think starting at episode one of Story Lords is a pretty damn good idea, actually. I think yeah, start we Start at one. We were pretty damn good right off the bat. And we did one season of it that had all interconnecting stories. And now we're doing another season where um, Josh is all still connect. 
to the first yeah, season. But sure. Rich and I are doing a different. Well, mine still kind of connect to. Rich is the only one who did something. Yeah, just Rich completely is the only one who did the, did this homework assignment. Uh oh. <laughs> 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 Story Lords. Check, check, check it out. Check it out. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening to this, uh, whatever the fuck this was, podcast. Mm-hmm. We appreciate the hell out of you. Uh, we would appreciate it more if you became patrons. Think about that. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next time on another jam packed edition of M Class Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye bye. My Jeffy. I'm mentally ill. Trip, 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 trip,